Welcome to the War Report. My name is Gastro Monte. I'm with the homie Shalay with Sharp. Shalay, well, how you doing today, homie? I am sniffly. How are you? <laughs> I am good. Yeah, you can't see me right now, but I am equally bundled up. I got like the... <laughs> <laughs> I got the vest on right now. With I got I just dropped off the hoodie, but I had the full like uh I'm dealing with the weather kind of situation that uh would not be associated with being inside. Right. I am I'm sniffly because uh I did some uh dusting. Um okay. and uh so I kicked up a lot of cat hair and um I am allergic uh to cat hair. Um and I have a cat. Yeah, uh, just, how yeah. does that work, huh? <laughs> Yeah, it, it works like occasionally I'm sniffly. When I start uh, cleaning or when I I see something that has too much cat hair on it, I'm like, well, I'm going to have to dust that off. But, uh, you know, like a couch or something, you know, something where I have to really kind of scrub to get the hair off. Um, And also cat hair is uh, insidious. Like it's very uh, it don't want to go anywhere. Um, It just wants to be on the cat or on a soft surface and nowhere else. so it's just a lot of beating pillows and then having the window open and then being cold and then turning on the space heater and then the space heater making you all dried out and then more cat hair in there. And so sniffly. Sniffly is kind of the best way to describe it. Okay. Yeah. It's It seems, yeah. So, you know, I'm sure I could take a Zyrtec and I'd be fine, but. <laughs> well, I'm rooting for you, Sha. Yeah, you thank know? you. <laughs> I hope you survive these uh, trying but admittedly self-inflicted times. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can't even be mad. Once I realize, you know, now I'm getting better at, uh, you know, before the pandemic, I knew when it was cat hair. And then for, you know, about five, six months, I was like, oh, no, I definitely uh, have the, the Rona. But it, no, it was still just the cat hair. Um, so now I'm back around to, I bet this is cat hair. I did just dust the whole couch. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, we're getting smarter as as we move through this pandemic. There we go. We learning. We're learning. Mm -hmm. I am, uh, I am like trying to recruit, uh, someone to, uh, do graffiti for me. Um, yeah. So I just installed a new, uh, gate from my backyard. Right. Okay. It's like one of these, like, uh, kind of like industrial gates. It's way too much for for just me parking my car, right? right? Way, way too much power. Um, so I'm excited. I got a lot of people like coming over to my house just to look at the just guys do this. They come look at backyard work. Yep. Nope. I know? yeah. I uh, I'm familiar with the suburban ways of uh, <laughs> yeah coming over and going. Yep, that's a gate, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm blown away by the amount of questions I get. Like, you got that on the chain? Yeah, oh, that's crazy. That's what's up. I'm gonna do that too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's it's such benign small talk that they're into, but I got to deal with it, you know, because it's part of being in the neighborhood. Um, but the gate is like a solid, like steel, painted in black, like a matte black kind of thing, mm-hmm. and it looks nice. I, I would keep it like that, 
but I already know that someone's going to tag it. Right. So I want to be proactive because mm-hmm. there's like a unofficial rule of, yo, if the work is good, leave it alone. I can't tag over that. Oh. So I'm trying to find someone. Hey, and word out there on a the podcast, if you are in Brooklyn, Queens, in the area, and you would like to tag up a wall, I'm here. I will supply the paint. You know, I can't I can't afford much more, but I will I will I, we could work something out. I got I got two big ass walls I need to get like done up. Right, um, but don't be trash. Yeah, you can't be whack. I gotta see your work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me know what you're working with. But uh yeah, me and I, when I came up with this idea, my mom got inspired. She's like, Yeah, I'm a, I want the same. So that's why I got like a much bigger wall. So if you are an aspiring artist and you want to do this without getting arrested. Uh, I have two huge walls that are available. Um, one of them is, uh, what is it, 6 by 18 Ooh. And that's the small wall. The oh, other wow. one, I would say, is like 7 by like 100 Like, you could do like a real... You could paint the whole Wu-Tang Clan on this shit. <laughs> you got room for everybody. You <laughs> know what I mean? And wow. not even just the nine. You could do extended members that like people forgot about. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Oh no! I mean, they all fit on these walls, um, but yeah, uh, I'm 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 trying to find it. the problem I'm having is that like, um, I'm at like a weird age where like I'm still very much like if a cop sees me, I'm arrestable. Uh huh. But I'm clearly not like a kid, so like th- the people on the streets know that like I'm an adult adult. Right. So, like, when I'm asking, like, a dude on the corner, yo, you know, someone that does graffiti work, they think I'm the cops. Gotcha. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It's been really weird, like, recruiting. Like, hey, yo, you know someone that does this kind of work? Uh-huh. Who's asking? <laughs> right, right. So, um, well, I, I mean, I hope you get better results from asking on a podcast. Like, the feds ain't watching. That's what um, I'm saying. Like, I'm trying. I'm, I'm putting it out there in all avenues so that people know it's a legitimate request. That's all I'm saying. Like, this is a real thing. I'm not a shady dude. Mm-hmm. I'm just a guy that wants to avoid having shitty graffiti work on my wall. I want something nice. I'm willing to pay for it. I'm willing to pay for the supplies. I'm willing to give you enough in supplies that you can keep supplies as well. Mm-hmm. I just want something dope. That's all I'm asking. Tag right. me. In your work, if you got it, um, because and that's the other part too, right? Everyone else is trying to be like an artist. If you go to their like IG page, you see them. Graffiti artists don't do that. They just put up their work, and you don't know who they are. Like I don't know, like like they don't got LinkedIn pages, you know? Right? Like, yes. Yeah, it's hard to flip through, look for their portfolio online. They don't really. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. I admire the work, but I don't think they've thought that through enough. They got to mm-hmm. figure that out. You know, well, they're missing they, out they on work. They actually have switched that now. I mean, I feel like since it is a very viable way, or you may end up getting someone who used to um, like throw up pieces and now is actually has made the transition to actual artist. Okay. So um, if that's the case and you're out there listening, if you know, if you have any protégés, send them Gastor's way. Let's do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Realistically, if you are past that point, I'm not going to lie to you. I probably can't afford you either. Right. Exactly. I'm in the middle ground here, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if you've got stuff in a gallery, 
we, we can't afford you. But yeah. if you have someone who helped you uh, put up, hang your stuff in the gallery, send us that person. That's right. You yeah. paint the stuff in the gallery, I can't do it. If you put the little red dot that says a soul, talk to me. I can, I can work with that guy. Right. <laughs> right. Oh, man. Let's get into the news. Uh, let's kick it off with politics today. All right. Um, it's a big day, right? This is, uh, this is the end of the the road for Mr. Trump. Yeah, it's, it's an that end week of an right era. Here. <laughs> oh, Trump boy. to issue around 100 pardons on Tuesday, sources say. That's right. President Donald Trump is preparing to issue around 100 pardons and commutations on his final on his fu- uh, final full day in office on Tuesday, uh, according to three people familiar with the matter. Fingers crossed, little Wayne. A major batch of clemency actions that include white-collar criminals, high-profile rappers, yes, and others, but as of now, is not expected to include Trump himself. Okay. Okay, he's going to stand for his crimes like a G. I'm telling you, I think, here's here's the thing, because by the time this comes out, we will know who he's pardoned. But right now, as of recording right now, we have no idea. It could be over a hundred people. That's not including him or his family. Right. Um, his his lawyer folk are telling him not to do it because then it looks like that he did something. Oh. Um, but I could see him doing it anyway, and then <laughs> saying. Uh, it's a preemptive thing because I know they're going to try to stick something on me anyway. Right, right. Uh, even though I'm sure whatever he thinks someone would have stuck on him will stick because he did do it. Um, so he'll probably have very specific things that he thinks the man is going to try to stick on him. And if he has very specific things that he thinks some, they're going to catch him on, it's because he did those things. He tells on himself constantly. So, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, at the last minute, the whole everybody, everybody gets a, a pardon. <laughs> oh, man, giving them out. Oprah style, yeah, baby. Just everybody, you know, hey, are you thinking of doing something bad? Boom, here's a pardon. Just pull so that out whenever need. you need to. All um, about preemptive pardons, baby. Yeah, but uh, I, I did see... Um, I thought I saw a list on Twitter and Lil Wayne's name was included. Yeah. Uh, so was Kodak Black, maybe? Really? Okay. Look at my man. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't Trump know is hip hop. Yeah. Who told him about Kodak Black? <laughs> you know you know who surprises me that he has that hasn't asked for it? That's hip hop. C murder. Oh, well, that's because Monica's working on that. And Monica ain't gonna work with Trump on that. But I figured Master P got, like, stupid money. Like, I felt like he could, like, you know, be semi in that world. You know Yeah, I mean? perhaps. But I still feel like he's arguing with Monica on how to get Seymour out. I don't know. I mean, Monica's still trying. I mean, she's still carrying, perhaps carrying a torch for that young man. I say young. It was young back in the day. Uh, ain't none of us young now. But um, yeah, Even Silk is old at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only, yeah, Silk is straight up polyester right now. Um, but yeah, so uh, it, it may just be like a. I mean, like think about it. If there, if you had a loved one, and you there was a way that you could get Trump to pardon him, 
would you take that Trump okay, stamp of okay? Or would you say, ah, we already got some balls rolling over here. <laughs> 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 We're already juggling a few things. I don't know if we need you, Don. I think uh, I, if I'm Monica, yeah, I think I, I think I will hold out. Because mm-hmm. as much as like, she has a bond for C murder. Mm-hmm. That's not her son. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying to think of the cutoff. Like in my head, I'm gonna deal with Trump if it's like my mom, my dad, my kids, and like my wife. Right. Like my little brother, I love you. Now nah, we gonna hold out, my G. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta be a soldier right now. <laughs> oh man, wow. cousin, you go get. I'm gonna send the strongly worded letter to the next president. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody after that, like, don't even. I'll sign something, but like, like I'll agree if someone else does the work. But I ain't gonna do the leading or none of that. Right, right, okay, sure. Yeah. It's gotta sense. be like a, you know, like I can't, I, I can't like bend my morals for just anybody. You know, what I mean, it's gotta be like ranks here. Right. No, you're. Un- I, that's completely understandable. I mean, if you, if you, I don't know if you fall for anything, you'll fall for. I can't remember what that sticker says but you know what i mean uh if you stand for uh, the pledge Nothing i don't know I, yeah if you remember right? something yeah i don't i don't remember all i remember really is uh each one teach one and um uh you know uh put your big panties on okay and that, solid bumper yeah solid advice which i saw on the sticker <laughs> like a a fridge magnet uh for a house i used to clean way back years ago when I used to clean houses and uh, they were all very young, uh, slightly professional women who still went out and drank. They were a couple of years out of college, you know, that kind of thing, their first condo, that kind of shit. And uh, so a lot of wine based uh, knickknacks and magnets and one that just said, (laughs) put your big, put your big girl panties on. And I was just like, I none of these girls are big. What are they talking about? Like these are all skinny <laughs> girls. And then I realized they meant like be grown. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It took you me know, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> you know the only only people I thought those like type of like fridge magnets were sold in bulk exclusively to like mid like like suburban real estate salesmen. That mm. were like they would put them up in houses when they were staging to oh, like show people funny. that they could live here. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, there were a lot of um uh there are a lot of like uh marketing directors uh who also had those magnets in their in their homes. <laughs> <laughs> we see you, you know what yep, I mean? We see you. <laughs> oh man. Former Trump campaign staff has worked on National Mall Rally the day of the Capitol riot. Uh-uh. After the deadly sacking of the US Capitol this month. Uh, President Donald Trump's re-election campaign has insisted it had nothing to do with the National Mall rally that preceded the riot and featured a speech from the president. But many of the individuals who helped put on the bombastic rally that day had worked to stage other Trump rallies just a few months earlier. Ten of the 12 people listed on as on-site emergency contacts on the government permit approving the January 6th rally had previously worked for or been paid by Trump's re-election campaign, according to CNN Review, 
of the Federal Election Commission records. Uh, yeah, what? that's a bad look, homie. Yeah, why would you think that no one related to any of the other Trump rallies would just throw this one and Trump would ha- you just happen to get Trump? There's yeah. no way Trump's just going to come out to your little bringer rally. <laughs> like that's not even that's not even right. That's not how that works. Of At course, all. of course, his people had something to do with that rally. He talked up that rally for almost a month. Mm-hmm. Would he do that for strangers? No, he would do that for people who worked on his previous rallies. Basically. Oh he, he co-signed these people, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely he did. And then, yeah, that's so wild. Who's up? My, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, like, if you had, like, like, a resume, like, like if you had, like, on LinkedIn, were there people, like, that added that and then erased it the next week? Oh, for, you know I, what I mean? You know what? Actually, they've been pretty stupid about this whole thing. So, um, maybe half of them. Yeah, right. Because I felt like I've seen too many videos of people like flexing, like, yeah, I was a part of that. I just read about some woman who was uh, finally picked up. She owned some business in Beverly Hills and uh, she like had video of herself crying artfully from the tear gas. Uh, she talked about being there. She did like a two hour interview with some publication about it. And so they were like, well, I mean, we got to pick her up. And she's like, what? And I'm like, what? Where have you been for the past two weeks? Oh, man. People, wow. Uh, you know yeah. what's crazy? Mm. When, uh, when this was all going down on Tuesday, uh, I posted something on Twitter, like um, something to the effect of like, hey, like, this is sad that this is happening. Um, essentially, like, and I, and I said something to the effect of like, there's people on the right and on the left that both feel like their government isn't hearing them. And these are not necessarily representative of those majorities. This is an extreme group, but it's sad that it's come to this. Right. Some, that was my general sentiment. Uh huh. And someone responded like, Hey, you're a comedy genius. I love what you do, but the left, and then they told me this whole thing. And I was like, yo, like, just because you complimented my jokes, don't mean I'm going to just let all this go. Yeah, like, you just wild, like, yo, you just wild out right now on my, on my tweets. And, like, I felt some type of way. I was like, because, like, instinctually, I'm, I'm a, I try to be a nice person. So I wanted to be like, yo, man, thank you. But now nah, uh-huh. you wild it. <laughs> <laughs> you'd like, be I still, completely I still in your me. right. Yeah, you you you'd still it's within your rights to even say that. Hey, I appreciate the kudos, <laughs> but you were also insane. Like you could do that. You absolutely could. Whenever I encounter someone like that, I just mute them. Yeah, right. Yeah, I just let them talk into the wind because I'm like, you're not worth blocking. I don't even know who you are, and you haven't really done said anything that's really hurt my feelings you're just kind of chiming in in a way where i'm like all right you said it seems like you need to get this out yeah (laughs) i'm just gonna mute you and i'm gonna let you talk to no one and then i'm just gonna continue on my day i'm I'm gonna do it i've never muted anybody i think that might be oh muting is the way yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Muting individuals is nice, but sometimes if you know you're getting ready to put something out there, and maybe even after you've put something out and there there tends to be some business underneath it, you can mute yeah. that whole conversation so you don't get any notifications of whatever is happening underneath it. And then you can keep it moving and it's it's very peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there have been times where like uh, a year or so later after some something i've tweeted i'll come across some sort of response to me on something and i'm like oh god that's very mean and then i look to see what they were responding to and it's something from like a year ago that just crossed their desk and they're angry and i'm like oh yeah i muted this whole thing i don't care what you <laughs> i don't <laughs> like a year ago i don't care <laughs> I'm in a different place mentally. Yeah, what are you? <laughs> the world has moved on, bro. Check the dates. <laughs> what are you getting worked up over? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Biden announces Rachel Levine as pick for assistant secretary at HHS would be first transgender Senate confirmed federal official. That's right. Uh, Biden, who... Uh, made a commitment uh, to make sure that uh, the people he appointed to office were going to be representative of America is, you know, putting his money where his mouth is here. President-elect Joe Biden has nominated Dr. Rachel Levine to serve as the assistant health secretary, and she would make history as the first out transgender federal official to be confirmed by the U.S. Senate. Um, Levine is currently the Pennsylvania health secretary and a pediatrics and psychiatry professor at Penn State College of Medicine. Fucking Ooh, flex. Nice. God damn, that is a dope-ass resume. She <laughs> served as the state's physician uh, physician general in 2015 and assistant health secretary in 2017. Levine was confirmed as the state's health secretary in 2018 under Democratic Governor Tom Wolf's administration. Much respect. That is freaking oh, that's great. dope. That's great. That's fantastic. Yeah. I'm yeah, really digging um, it. his his cabinet is really looking like, uh, just like um, say like uh the Burger King uh kids club. You know what I mean? Like uh, <laughs> one of those like a college brochure. Just every every color, every <laughs> gender, every shade, like everything. He's really kind of all over the place, and it's it's nice. It's beautiful to see because it's not. He's not picking someone just because well looks like i need a transgender person he's picking people who actually know how to do their jobs yeah uh so that's beautiful um and uh yeah it's it's nice to see that and i'm really looking forward to when i don't have to know who these people are <laughs> i'm looking forward to my next trip to my parents house when my mom tells me how many Latin folks are in office. Yeah, right. No, she's gonna tell me about all of these people, like yeah. every one of them. Hey, you know that this person is from this country. That's what's up, ma. I'm very <laughs> proud of them. That's what parents are supposed to do. Keep up with that. You hit a certain age, and then suddenly you have the brain capability to remember all of these people who are in uh, government. But you might call your children by the wrong name. Like there's something, there's just like a little buzz in your brain and you, you lose that part, but then you gain the ability to know all of the cabinet members and, <laughs> and their like family history. Yeah. I think it's uh it's like a uh, freedom. I think that's what that's called. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
Like I don't got to worry about kids no more. Oh, oh great! Wow. I could, great. I could, these are I could explore hobbies again. Yeah, oh, what shit. do I do? What do I do with all this brain power? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> uh, you can uh, uh, on Tuesday. Uh, Biden's uh, cabinet will be going through confirmations. Uh, five of uh, of his uh, cabinet nominees will face Senate panels. On Tuesday as the first step of the confirmation process. So hopefully by the time you hear us, um, those will have gone seamlessly. Um, uh, he takes office on Wednesday, um, as you guys know, Inauguration Day. And he hasn't uh, unfortunately had these members of cabinet in place because the Republican-controlled Senate has moved very slowly to schedule these confirmation hearings. But the time is up, my G. It's over. Yeah, Biden is making names up in here, putting up his whole squad. Uh, Tuesday's hearings are for uh, Janet uh, Yellen for the Senate Finance Committee uh, to be considered for the Treasury Secretary uh, Avril um, Haynes um, for the Senate Intelligence Committee uh, to be uh, considered for the Director of National Intelligence Alejandro Mayorkas. I had to throw the, the Spanish sauce on that one right there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Secretary of Homeland Security, Anthony Blinken for Secretary of State, and retired uh, General Lloyd Austin is being considered for Secretary of Defense. That's right, y'all. Y'all can watch all of these live on pay per view. Not <laughs> it feels like it, doesn't it? Man, sometimes C-SPAN. I'm like, wow, this is some WWE shit right now. Seriously, like I was reading this article and I was like, yo, let me find out. This is like the new verses. You know, <laughs> you know, like it just felt like Janet Yellen versus the <laughs> Finance Committee, who I got will, twenty hits. I will tell you this. Um, Back in the day, I don't know if C-SPAN even still shows this on Sunday nights, but they did. They used to show uh, the British Parliament in their meetings, like on a Sunday night. And I would, I was staying up. This was many years ago. I was staying up late to watch uh, a show on MTV that started like Sunday night slash Monday morning at midnight. And uh, but I would watch about 30, 45 minutes of parliament british parliament meetings right and my yeah. dad would stay up and watch them with me and those motherfuckers yell at each other like a street fight like it's okay. one of them they're stand they're sitting literally on opposite sides of the bill of their room of the big building that they're in and one will stand up and address the uh, the other side and just go well blah 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 blah, blah crumpets crumpets tt and then whatever it is that they say if the other side didn't like it they just be like oh, oh boo like just outward like heckling and and then they you know and the guy in the big wig at the, at the front of the room just like hey, calm down now let the man finish and you know they go on but they really like yell at each other in a way that i was just like you know, I was probably like 21 or something like that. And I'm like, yo, you can do that. Now I want them to do that here. I don't want them to go to fisticuffs like they do like in Thailand or wherever it is. Like, you know what I mean? Every once yeah. in a while on the news, you'd see like a fight broke out in, you know, such and such parliament and they're throwing chairs and shit. That kind of would be nice, but I don't want that all the time. But the heckling? Absolutely. Especially now that I've started comedy. I'm like, they could do for some heckling. Yeah, I'm on yeah. board with that. I gotta say that 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 piqued my interest. I actually want that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think I think that should be a requirement. Like if you're gonna be, like you're one of like like one of the rare few in these roles, right? You're ahead of like this this uh 
this part of our country, mm -hmm. I feel like you should be witty enough to come up with jokes and comebacks. Something. I mean? I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could be boring, but I also feel like, especially when they were arguing for the impeachment last week and yeah. they each had 30 seconds to a minute, it was first off one of the more uh interesting open mics i've ever seen it definitely got me i was like yo man give him the light give him the light you know what i mean like i got that energy again and had to like sit down and breathe um but uh but yeah like some people would definitely squander their time on some old bullshit and some people get straight to the point and i would like to see that um happening at least in the senate where there's only like a hundred of them or it's yeah. more controlled um, I even though i i I the understanding my understanding is that the Senate is a little hoity toity because there's only a hundred. Whereas over in the house, those guys are just like chewing on furniture. <laughs> and there are animals over in the house. I could be wrong on that, but that's that's the feeling I've always gotten from our government. I want I, I feel like everybody in the Senate should have like a honorary battle rapper. You know what I mean? Like you should have like Hollow the Dawn and Charlie Clips. Oh wow! You know, like Loaded Lux. Just be speak like, Yo, for you. Speak for you. Like you tell them what you want want to say, and they say it in bars. So, so someone should go up and just and just say something like like starting off. With yeah, beloved? like just starting off with beloved. <laughs> just, just I want them, the I want them doing all the hand motions. <laughs> yeah. Do they just do it outside? Like, how does this work? <laughs> I love this. I, I really want this to happen so bad right now. This <laughs> oh, boy. Just hearing someone in the Senate. If you don't pass my bills, you know what I mean? I might have to unload the clip on you. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I'm man. waiting for it. I am Solomon. You know what I mean? Run for office. Go out there. Do it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Janet Yellen says the Treasury should focus on workers, women, and minorities. I'm, a, I'm about to squad already, but y'all got me. Let's do this. Janet Yellen, President-elect Joe Biden's pick for Treasury Secretary, urged Congress during her confirmation hearing on Tuesday to move swiftly on a bold stimulus spending uh, to relieve the economic suffering that the pandemic has caused. Yellen would be the first female Treasury uh, Secretary in American history, underscored the urgency of Biden's proposed $1.9 trillion stimulus proposal. That's right. She tried to get us these 2G checks. Yeah, just cut us our, cut us our check, man. Just we give up. us our money. Give us our money. That's all. Just Yo, give stop. us our money. Like super, super like conspiracy theory out there thinking. What if Trump acted up to get us the two G's? Like he was on some like Batman shit. Like I got to give them the enemy that they need. You know, like they got they, you got to be the hero long enough for them to hate you type shit. You know, so he was like, yo, I fucked up. I got to do something right. So if he says I need if I say I want the 2G bill, my own people gonna fight against me. So how do I get it approved? I gotta make my people the enemy and make it so like disgusting to fuck with me that when it's brought up again by Biden, even the other Republicans gotta like co-sign it just okay. to get like love. You know what I mean? 
Well, uh, I think he was partially doing that when he said it should actually everybody should get two thousand dollars. Right. A a month ago. I think he was partially doing that, not necessarily because he thought we needed or he wanted us to even have our two thousand dollars, but to fuck with the Republicans because overall they didn't buy into his whole election fraud thing. Right, so right. he was doing that to upset them. I think I don't think that theory would work because if you remember our uh, earlier check um, from whenever it was last spring, yeah, uh, those if you got the paper check, those were slowed up because he wanted to put his name on it, even though <laughs> his name didn't need to be on the check. So if that's how your brain works. You are at no time thinking about the sacrifice you need to make. (laughs) If you slow up me getting my money because you want to print your name on the check, even though your name is not necessary, you're slowing up me getting my money. What is that? I don't care about that. That's what I thought he was after. I thought he was like, I'm going to lose. My people ain't ain't rocking with me no more. I Mm -hmm. at least need the love of the people. So this was his way of yeah, like that's making sure for that. a hot second. I thought, oh, he's doing this so that people will love him again. And they said, hey, man, Trump gave us money. What you going to do, Biden? I thought that was his mindset. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, but he's not moving in that way. He's just mad at everybody. Yeah. So no. he's just saying shit and not doing anything. And then nothing will get done. Uh, and I'm like, that's that's really more him. <laughs> I feel like that's a little more him. And I guess putting his name on the checks the first time didn't give him the rush that he had been hoping for. And it certainly <laughs> wasn't going to fix whatever happened this time. He still had to go, his name on the check or not. He still was going to have to go. So <laughs> You imagine that you sign every check. You think that's going to boost your ego. Yeah, and it doesn't. It doesn't do anything for you. Like, it does like nothing. you know, like that night, like Milani was like, Y'all still gotta choke you in bed for you to <laughs> like, you, he you went, be there. He went through four or five Sharpies just writing his name in that scribble and it went and it nothing. <laughs> oh man. In health news, Biden's COVID team is nervous mm-hmm. about what the Trump team hasn't told them. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real concern. The president of the United States has, <laughs> with hours dwindling until Joe Biden this morning, officially taking the helm of the U.S. government during the worst health crisis in 100 years. Mm-hmm. A sense of nervousness has set in amongst those advising the incoming president of the pandemic. The overarching nagging concern, they don't know what they don't know. I When I heard that, when I read this article, I read that quote in Samuel Jackson's voice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's no knowns and there's unknown unknowns. <laughs> things I know, the things I don't know, and the things I don't know that I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they should be worried. I mean, the Trump <laughs> administration had a really pesky habit of stacking up folders and notebooks full of blank pieces of paper and then displaying it on camera and going, huh? <laughs> huh? How about that? Look, we got these notebooks, but no one can look in the notebook because there's nothing in there. So I'm pretty sure like the COVID information is just one folder 
and inside the folder is a moth. You know, like a cartoon where someone opens their wallet to show that they're broke. They open their wallet and one little moth flies out. That's absolutely what their plan looks like. Oh, my goodness. That is super sad. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I don't think there's like information they've hidden. I think it's information they didn't bother to get. Like You're going to get a whole bunch of people like, yo, so like, yo, for real, what's going on in California? My G, we ain't been there in ages. I don't know what's happening. California. <laughs> you tell me. <laughs> Yo, where them kids that was missing? Word. We should look into that. We have yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they got nothing. They absolutely have nothing. So oh, I could totally see. I'm concerned for uh for many of the teams that Joe Biden has to bring in like everybody is just literally walking into a room that's every office has got to be covered in papers and chicken feathers and like a a small flame in the corner like there's no there's no way that offices have any information at all (laughs) um, all the chairs were broken for kindling like I, I think the place is just the hottest of messes right now you made me think of something, Sha. Yo, like, on this is Trump's like last week in office. Mm-hmm. There's no like, there's no like freaking rental insurance. There's no first deposit. You know, <laughs> uh, you think he's throwing like a rager this week? Like, yo, let's oh. come turn up at the house. Here's what he's doing. I just saw this last night on the news because I'm becoming an older person and I just turned on Rachel Maddow for no reason, <laughs> just to bum myself out. Um. She said that the, that um, the plan is so, you know, Trump. Uh, and again, when you hear this, let me know if I was correct, because this is <laughs> um, I'm being psychic right now. But um, his plan, I believe, was to not be at the inauguration and to leave before all that went down. He wasn't going to go to the inauguration. No mm. one wants him there. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so there were invitations going out. Uh, because he did say he wanted a big blowout. Okay, okay, <laughs> he okay. He wanted a goodbye party, a big <laughs> blowout. He said so. Um, they there are invitations to a party at the what's the Air Force Base Andrews Air Force Base, I think. Okay. Um. Uh. So in the morning, Wednesday morning, while he's still a president, uh, so he could still use Air Force One. And he was going to have the fam- have the plane fly his family to Florida okay. while he was still president um, and could still use the plane. But before that, they're going to have a big party um, that morning at 8 a.m. Yo. He wants to have a go. They want to have a going away party for him at 8 a.m. <laughs> in the morning at an Air Force base. Before he got on the plane and flew back to Florida, and then the plane comes back and has to be deep cleaned. Um, and <laughs> the uh, the invitation was like, uh, if you come, bring five of your friends. So he's throwing a bringer okay, okay. party at 8 a.m. the day of the inauguration at an Air Force base. Yeah, you got I see that's that's the one thing that like is redeemable about this dude. He throws a party. Like no, no. I know, I know like he turns up. I don't even necessarily know if I would get down with the activities at the party, but I know that whoever 
is his target demo would have a great time. Like he at eight a.m. I I feel like his his people know how to turn up regardless of. Like I don't think Trump functions in a world where like eight a.m. is prohibitive of what he does. Like I promise you, eight okay. a.m. Yo, you want a Big Mac? Yeah, I'm having a Big Mac. You know what I mean? That's just sure, how yes. Trump gets down. There's yeah, yeah. No, Time right. doesn't okay. matter in that regard. Okay. Um, <laughs> I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm picturing, I'm picturing, I'm picturing Trump treating like that plane, like the worst, like Hertz rental ever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I, the whole house, there's no way. Uh, they said that it has to be that they are going to deep clean the White House and the resident. Like the whole thing, yeah. Um, and, you know, for them when they come in, uh, uh, but you know, the switchover normally is like a few hours, so they have like five hours between when Trump is leaving and when Biden and them are coming in. Right, right. Uh, and I really, more than anything, I just want him to stay in like an executive suite until that bitch is like just for two weeks, just until that bitch is fully spotless. Until like oh, I want man. even the mice in the building to be groomed. Like I want it because those are old, you know, <laughs> old presidential mice. I don't want. <laughs> You're not gonna get rid of them, but at least let them be clean. You know, <laughs> I want them groomed. <laughs> so I, I and I just I don't see them doing that in five hours. On like I see members of Trump's family still pulling shit out of that house at 11.58 a.m. Oh, most deaf. It's yeah. like, is this dude, if this was like a hotel, he would be like way over the late checkout. Way over they late checkout. On me, but they, they can't do nothing. It is what it is. There, there's no rules to this. Oh, no, they can drag his ass out of there. Yeah. Like, yeah, can, they have to. Take, like, a picture? Huh? Like, like while you're in the White House, let's say, like, you leaving. Like, can you grab, like, yo, I'm going to take this vase with me? You, you know didn't I mean? see the footage of them carrying out a bust of Abe Lincoln? <laughs> Ain't no way on God's green earth Trump moved into the White House with a bust of Abraham Lincoln. There's no way he had that. And it wasn't gold. <laughs> And it wasn't Trump dressed as Abe Lincoln. There's no way. There's no way. But they left with one. So okay. They were packing up the shit. Okay. They left with it. I respect yeah. it. I respect that a little more right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's not his bus. That's our bus. That's the people's bus. <laughs> that was. That was the people's bus. All right. You gonna see that shit on eBay next week. I love oh, it. Oh man, they yoinked they yoinked that thing out last week, and I'm just like, come on. You know, cameras are on you, right? <laughs> Yo, as wild as like you know, like after like a month, they're gonna treat that shit like a treadmill. Like it's just gonna have clothes hanging on it. <laughs> wild disrespect. And somebody devoted their life to like making this piece of art to have displayed at the White House. Nah, that shit is gonna have a whole bunch of like freaking. Track suits just hanging on it. <laughs> they will have spray painted it gold. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. There's, there's no way. There's no way it's not going to be spray painted gold. Oh, man. Uh, the coronavirus uh, variants are keeping scientists awake at night. That's right. At least four new variants 
of the coronavirus are keeping scientists up. One uh, first identified in Southeast England has now shown up in at least 50 countries and appears to be spreading more efficiently than older variants of the virus. It appears its appearance has frightened political leaders who have closed borders and imposed travel restrictions in an attempt to curb its spread. Others identified in South Africa and Brazil have traveled as far and wide, but show a constellation of mutations that have grabbed the attention of geneticists. Right. I said that. Right. Ah, boom. And then yeah. there is a new variant that's shown up in Cali uh, that may or may not be driven uh, the may or may not be driving the renewed spread there. Uh, so yeah, that's a lot of uh scary shit. Keep yeah. your mask on, stay indoors, people. It is ain't no one happening. asked for no, no one asked for a remix. Who asked for the COVID <laughs> remix? Take that, take that, take yeah, that. Yeah, I ain't nobody asked for no damn remix. <laughs> oh, I don't want man. I don't want any of the of the following rappers on my version of COVID. I don't need Busta on the track. I don't need Luda on the track. I don't need Wayne on the track. Although Wayne does need something to do once he gets pardoned. Amen. I don't Amen. want any. I don't want Little or Duh Baby on the on these new COVID tracks. I, I I'm I'm with you with all of them except Buster. I need Buster on the track. I, no, I'm, that's I'm, gonna be the strongest one of all. Yeah, but I'm 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 a little. Actually, that's gonna I'm, be the oldest one. Yeah, like that <laughs> one's the one that needs the help. It's gonna be the easiest. He's that's that's fifty year old Buster right there. You know what I mean? I'm a little. I'm just. I'm just. I'm a little concerned with how often I'm reading articles and seeing videos of Buster Rhymes crying about losing fifty pounds. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> if I can really... put him on a song or a remix, I'm about that, even if it's pro Corona. I mean, uh, well, did anyone ask if Spliff Star lost any weight? Because anything Busta does, Split Spar- <laughs> Spliff Star does backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I still get so mad. Like, Spliff Star spent years, still does. Like, mm-hmm. super, super ride or die dude. Like, everybody yes. needs a friend like Spliff Star. 100%. That dude is yep. a soldier. He's a supportive friend. He's there. He's an ally. He's you know, he is what a high a, a hype man is. One hundred percent. He he's the gold standard. He's the gold standard. Yeah, him, uh, freaky tie, OGs, <laughs> of being hype man. All right? right, you don't know right. what they do, but what they do adds to the music. And whenever right. they not there doing it, the music you suffers. Feel it. You, you feel notice it. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. My my issue is, freaky tie. He was like, listen. I'm not rapping on shit. You're just going to hear me do ad-libs. He stuck to his lane. He mm-hmm. gave me no other reason to believe more. That's not what Spliff did. Spliff was doing that. And then they did that remix to, uh, what was it? The, um, the what, free- Make It Clap? Yeah, he did the Make It <laughs> Clap remix. Right. And I, on God, he had the best verse right. on the song. And yep. I was like, yo, what the, you been hiding this shit this whole time? <laughs> Going, uh, in the background, you could have been doing this on songs, and yeah. then he never does it again. He just disappears. He's like, I'm good. That's all I wanted to do. I just That's to all do he wanted. Dirt. He you just know? needed, he needed his own 32, and now he's good. That's it. Man. That's it. That's the only payment he needed. Freaky. I, 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 I wanted the album after that, man. That's all. You know what I mean? If you're right. going gonna to tell me that this is the best you could do, that's fine. You know? But that wasn't. There's room for more, you know? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. 
You don't, you don't have Jordan wasting his time playing baseball for 20 years. No. <laughs> I need true. him on the court. Exactly. You got to let him out. You, you got to let, let him out. out. He's waiting. Oh, man. I saw, you know, Buster put out an album like late uh, in 2020. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I saw a video of him promoting it. He was like on a flatbed truck or something. And he's and, you know, he's doing his new songs and Split Stars right there with him uh, and knew exactly when to chime in with the words. And I was like, I mean, how does do they share like a Google Doc? Like, how does he how does he know already the album? Just is he in the studio with Busta right, writing or does he just like get an email and it's like here? I've highlighted the words you need to know. <laughs> Come in on the blue words. And then <laughs> here is where I lose my breath to have this whole line. Like, how does it, I, I need to know how it works between rapper and hype man. Like what's the, what's the working arrangement there? If someone would make that documentary, I would be so fucking thrilled. I would yeah. love that. Yo, funny you say that. There's an appearance of Busta um, on on uh, Nori's uh, podcast where Busta explains how he does the fast rapping thing. And it is the simplest shit in the world made to sound so complicated. Like, it blows their mind. Like, Busta's like, I right, so normally I'm high energy. When I talk uh-huh. fast, I'm low energy. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I got to say more words, so I got to keep it low key. Normally, I'm really animated. When I talk fast, I'm not animated. And Nori's in the background like, word, I peeped that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's like having his mind blown by this idea of when I got to say more shit, I should probably stop moving because I got to breathe more. And then right. he adds <laughs> this extra tip, but he's like, but this this the key. Spliff. He becomes my energy. When I'm rapping fast, I'm high energy, I'm animated until I rap fast. Then I got to slow it down, be low energy, but then Spliff becomes animated for me. So when I'm saying the fast words, you'll see Spliff, he's doing all the jumping he's doing around. doing all the shit. Oh my God. That is the key to Spliff. That is what his role is. He this is, is the most important relationship he will ever have in his life. That shit was his awesome. relationship with Spliff is the most important relationship he will not not one with his kids, not one with his family. It's the one with Spliff. It's the oh. most important. <laughs> the appreciation that was pouring out of Buster's eyes while he was describing this like yeah, situation yeah. and his dynamic. It was beautiful, you know, and seeing Noriega realize that, like, like I felt like Nori was, like, hearing this, and he was like, y'all misused Capone all these years. <laughs> I think we all have misused our hype <laughs> I think we have all, we're not, because we're trying to, that's the ideal we're trying to reach, and we're not looking at it in a symbiotic way. Yeah. And that's how we really need to rethink our relationships with our hype men because they are truly <laughs> the most important ones. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man, I'm going to write a whole book about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yo, real shit, yo. Yo, real shit. I wanted to do a whole rap album as a hype man. <laughs> <laughs> 
I even, I've, I've told so many people about it. I wanted to do a whole album where like it was just me doing ad libs. That's so funny. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna live all my dreams in 2021. Let's yeah, do that. Yeah, you might as well. You might as well. I guess why not. Uh, <laughs> fired Florida data scientist Rebecca Jones turns herself into jail. And test positive for COVID nineteen. Damn it! Uh, the former Florida data analyst who was accused, who has accused state officials of covering up the extent of the pandemic, has turned herself in days after a warrant was issued for her arrest. Uh, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement uh, said Rebecca Jones has been charged with one count of offenses against users of computers, computer systems, computer networks, and electronic devices. Uh, the FDLE said she surrendered on Sunday to Leon County Detention Facility. Jones walked out of the jail Monday afternoon after posting bail, wearing a mask. Uh, she told reporters outside that she had tested positive for COVID in the jail. Um, this is someone who's been accusing uh, the governor of Florida for uh, kind of shaking, uh, faking the numbers for COVID-19, misreporting things. So like some people are seeing this as like, uh, she needs to come into justice for trying to like mess with uh, the uh, sanity and causing people to be more nervous than they should be during this uh, situation. Other people are viewing her as a hero uh, because she is someone who has been very uh, outspoken about the fact that uh, the fact that this was a dangerous pandemic was being hidden. And it was her job. Yeah. Her job was to run the site that had the information about COVID cases for the general public from Florida's government. And she was putting the truth on the site. And <laughs> and the governor was just like, hey, can you not do that? <laughs> can you not be transparent right now? And she was like, yeah, no, I'm not going to be able to do that. So they let her go from that. And she started her own site that was like, all right, here's the transparent stuff. Here's actually what's happening. I know what they say is on their site because yeah. I worked it and that's not true. Here's the truth. And, you know, she had her peoples who were still working for the man who I guess was giving her info and all that kind of stuff. And she was very transparent with all of that. And, um, and then they, you know, wanted to make an example of her. So, you know, they had a bench worn out, just all kinds of shit. And like she had since, what was it? She had moved to Maryland yes, and they were, yeah. And they were just like, look, we're going to, you know, put a warrant out and you'll be arrested in Maryland. So she went, she, drove back down to Florida to turn herself in and uh, and then, you know, paid the bond or whatever. And the state hadn't even pressed full charges yet. Like the complete set of charges haven't even been named. It's like they were just torturing her. They also in the middle of the night, what kicked down her door with yeah. guns and stole and took her to stole. I say stole. Cause ain't no one asked you. You had to do all that for computers. Yeah. <laughs> A, sing, a, a, a woman with computers and you think you need guns? What are you doing? And uh, and took her stuff. And uh, she was worried that they would use her electronics to try to figure out who was feeding and, her the info. Yeah, who was giving her info. But uh, this is so upsetting. And also, it truly sucks that she got COVID as well. Yeah. Um, I, I, it, 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 it really is like uh, it gives me hope um, for white women 
you know, out there. We got we got cool ones too. Don't be a Karen, be a Rebecca. <laughs> also, know. when they make the movie about this, who knows how this will end, but they will make a movie about this. This yeah. is like um Norma Ray or um Okay. <laughs> Or okay. Silkwood or something like that. It's like one of those kinds of movies where someone has the information and they just have a folder of papers and they're just constantly running shadowy men who are trying to kill them and get that folder. That's what this is. And uh, it's wild, but I also hope she watches her back because. Yeah, it, it's real. These streets are messy right now. Yeah. It, 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 uh, it, we're ruined for you. Um, you know what I mean? Stay safe out there. Uh, right. Rebecca, much appreciate you kind of championing the cause and uh, bringing awareness to how serious this was before anyone else thought it was serious. You know what I mean? It, yeah, especially in Florida. Y'all are crazy down there right yeah. now. I'm praying for y'all all the time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. Much respect. Much respect. Uh, police recover a 500-year-old copy of the Leonardo da Vinci Salvatore Mundi. That's right. In arts and science, we are here. A 16th <laughs> century copy of Leonardo da Vinci's Salvatore Mundi, the world's most expensive painting, has been recovered by the Italian police after it was stolen from a museum in Naples. Uh, the artwork, which was likely painted by one of the Renaissance master's students, was discovered at an apartment during a search in the Italian city. Um, the property's 36-year-old owner, huh? was found nearby and taken into custody on suspicion of receiving stolen goods. See, man, you you aspirational in the wrong way, my G. <laughs> well, I mean, did he know it was stolen? I mean, Is I, I feel like when like, you get a piece from the 16th century and you're 36, you don't got, I own art from the 16th century money. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you, like, if, cause this is my life. I don't know who this kid is. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, so let's, let you know, let's put that out there. You know, I might be talking right. about my ass, admittedly. Okay. But uh -huh. my general vibe is at 36, if you have the kind of money where you can afford this piece of art legitimately, mm -hmm. they would put your name in the article. You know what I mean? That would that's oh. that's my that's my logic. So when I read the article and they were like 36-year-old, boom, I'm thinking, yo, this dude is a failed art student, probably got like a script he's working on. And you know, like whatever it is, this dude is that guy. Like he wears scars for no reason. Okay. <laughs> this is this, that's that's the energy I'm getting from this dude. You know what I mean? See, I would think that he'd have enough money to not have his name in the article oh okay i'm thinking that he's that kind of rich where it's like don't even say who i am the people whoever follows art and follows who bought what from where yeah will know who i am you don't have to put my name in it okay okay for the, for the hoi polloi the ones who fall because i mean it is you can yeah there's definitely a way if you're tapped into that world where you can see what's sold at an auction and if you have an idea of who's collecting what and you know just in the world in general you could probably look at something and go oh i bet jim got that you know what i mean <laughs> like you just know oh, man. You're tapped in or whatever so i that's what i thought i thought he just had enough money that he could you do know that. he was just like yeah no nah, i don't tell no one needs to know all the details <laughs> right 
I've no also, one needs to know I got caught. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen way too many like episodes of White Collar um, on USA. So like, <laughs> like I saw this and all I thought about was Neil Caffrey. Out, he would have done this. I was like, yeah, my man Neil would have got away with this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, it's got to suck too. You freaking, it's, it's been 500 years. Mm-hmm. And they still don't give you credit for your work. They still like, yo, this is one of Leonardo da Vinci's students. Now right. I, had, I had to go down like eight article, like eight paragraphs in this article to see who they think it might be, and they still was like Leonardo's student. Like they ain't even say his name. Yeah, or they jump. probably don't know. I mean, you know, artists have studios, and you're like, oh, they're working so hard, and it's like, no, nah, they got people in there working hard. <laughs> Man, that sucks, yo. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it, it also it's a business. <laughs> so I you know, I bet he probably had a few folks who just knew how to copy or paint in his style and then, you know, they break out and if they make it on their own, they'll say they were apprentice of right, you know, whoever. Man, I fell for them. I, I, this is like like this felt like somebody like and like 300 years discovered that like Daz or like DJ Khalil did all them beats for Dre. And now, <laughs> and, and they still calling it Dre's work. They're like Dre's song is crazy. Uh, despite the drumming work by DJ Khalil, uh, random, uh, student of his is nonsense. Give the man his credit. Now I mean, yo, did you see the thing about, um, uh, there was a, a young woman, a DJ who was playing, um, the songs that Timbaland produced like three of them. And then what middle Eastern song he sampled from. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Twitter went crazy because a bunch of people were like, you mean he didn't write those songs. He just stole them. And it's like, mm, no, nah. okay. He sampled them. Uh, and they're like, nah, <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Nah. It's sampling. Like did, he sampled them. Did he barely tweak them? Maybe. Maybe he made the drums stronger or did whatever to them. Um, looped them or yeah. that kind of thing. Uh, but he sampled them. Like, that's, that's not... What that what art you, is. Yeah, what, what are you listening? Do you even know what you're listening to? And it's just wild it, to hear it's people like nah he just stole them i'm like oh wow it's like did he never happened and yeah i'm like i can't even say that because if you were shocked by this news from timbaland yeah and i can't even say anything about diddy because you won't you'll think he wrote those songs too like what are you uh oh, i don't boy. and you know the thing is like none of these guys were hiding this shit they like if you bought the albums they wrote like in the credits sampled this song by this person yeah, you have to clear it i think there was something with the sample for uh big pimpin yeah that he got caught up on that but i think maybe he even won that case or something or he had to pay i think it was like uh whoever licensed the original song and they got that or whoever bought the original song and they licensed from that person and the original artist maybe didn't get paid but they whoever owned it at that time, they paid that per, you know what I mean? Like right, there's right. some business kind of thing, but he still had to like clear those samples for me. It was just like, Oh, okay. That's what that song is. Oh, that's where he got it from. I, I didn't know that, yeah. but others were just like, he just stole the songs. And I'm like, yo, no, that's not how sampling that's works. Not, 
yeah, that's not that's not what the issue. What what yeah. is your? It, it should have been like a discovery thing. Like, oh, look at that. Like, right? You yeah, know? kids don't know about crates. They don't know about crates. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe I have to explain sampling on both ends of my life. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, as a young person explaining it to your parents like no they take a part and then they use it over it's like what <laughs> you know and then now saying to kids no they took a part and they use it yeah of course what do you got yeah. uh, you know I how can't... like when you listen to songs and you say you like that crackling noise they're pretending <laughs> that they're doing that that's what they're doing <laughs> oh oh my god so yeah i was just yelling at my laptop a, a lot yesterday when I was reading these tweets, like, what is happening? Oh, How do you goodness. not know? Oh man! You know, I still got, I got records to my left too. Just, I'm, I'm a big like uh, vinyl dude, so that like particularly hurt. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a lot. I mean, like, I you know, I was just saying to my sister, I was like, you know what? I haven't. I know I haven't been around DJs lately because I haven't. <laughs> I haven't seen anyone say they're going to spin rare grooves, or <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> I was like, "What are rare grooves now?" <laughs> you know, you know how you know you know how my my kids made me feel old with, with regards to records. Because, uh-huh. like, to my son, records are a outdated version of an outdated thing. Like my oh. when when my son sees records, he's like, "Oh, that's like the thing before CDs that I don't use oh. either." Like oh, wow. he's like super blown away by this. He's like, "Alright, so it's like a CD, but worse." <laughs> every ex, every i tried to explain it he just couldn't wrap his head around it. he's like all right so it's bigger it's heavier it has you, less space on it right it's less clearer you can't put pictures on it it's only music okay <laughs> yo i remember talking to someone and they were they said something about or i said something about a floppy disk and then they said the dimensions that they were thinking of. And I was like, no, I mean, a floppy disk, like the big ones that were actually floppy. And they were like, what? And I went, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The wild world. <laughs> I, I got you one better shot. My, my, oh, the no. last person I trained when I was a manager, I had to show them how to use uh, our operating system on the computer. Mm-hmm. And. I, I whenever I said something, the young lady who was like 20 years old would say it to herself and then write it down on her notes. So I'd be like, all right, this is the shortcut to do the sale. You click this, this, and you save it. And every time I said save, she would say, I file, uh, click file, click the a little Honda. File little Honda. And I'm like, little Honda? What are you talking about, little oh Honda? Oh my god. She thought the, <laughs> she thought the floppy disk was the Honda signal, shot. Oh my God! She couldn't fathom that that was this. She thought it was a little H, like the Honda symbol from the car. Oh wow! Oh wow! That yeah. truly blew my. You may see brain matter on the <laughs> wall behind me. That truly just blew my mind. Straight up, I was I, I I couldn't I I stared at it for so long trying to figure out what she saw, like to see the world through her eyes. I was like, Yo, like, that's crazy. But I mean, I, I see it. Like, I, yeah. I'm not even looking at any point of reference. Like, I see how she got there, but I, wow. Oh, Straight man. That, 
I think that just hurt my heart. <laughs> oh, no. oh, that really hurt me. <laughs> like she's been saying little Honda for 20 years, shot. Like she thought, yep, that makes sense. Little Honda. You know what oh. I mean? And never bothered to ask why would they make the little Honda symbol the symbol for safe? Like they didn't occur well, to her. Hondas are everywhere. They're very reliable. I can see why you'd want to put it on a little Honda. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm driving an old Civic right now. So <laughs> the little Honda takes it from the software to the hard yeah. drive. You know what I mean? That's what it does. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a seesaw for kids on the U.S.-Mexico border wins Beasley's design of the year. Uh, the uh, teeter-tot wall, a temporary interactive installation designed by the California-based architects Ronald Real and Virginia San Fratello, has won the 2020 Beasley Design of the Year Award, an annual award and exhibition run by London's Design Museum. Major props. I, lo I love this piece. For those of y'all that didn't see it, it was uh, three seesaws in bright pink were placed right on the wall, and essentially kids from both sides of the wall, uh, both countries can play together. Truly like a beautiful symbolic thing, in particular during uh, such an ugly moment of having these walls um, escalated and put up that did very little besides apparently provide the perfect uh, area to place a teeter tot. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I mean, if you were skinny enough, you really could just kind of climb across that that seesaw into the other side. <laughs> if, you yeah. were, if, that, if that was what you wanted to do. Yeah, I was um, looking at it. I was like, I feel like all these did was like really emphasize the fact that you could fit through in between the wall. Like they fit a fucking teeter tot. Like through it, yeah, you know, and it had it was comfortable. You could put two teeter tots between each of these panels if you really wanted to. Yeah, and it, it's it's kind of wild because they only um, it, it it like the thing said that uh, the project took ten years, but it was live for just like twenty minutes. So like they only had people using it, kids using it for like twenty minutes yeah. after going through all those changes to even build it. But it was enough for them to go viral. All you need is a good TikTok. Respect. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. Much respect right there. That's all you got to do. You know what I mean? Drop one hit. You good right there. They did yeah. they, they G-Depth of art and design right there. You know what I mean? One hit. That's all we need. Who is that for? The G-Depth of art and design? <laughs> My, Yo. Yeah, that's so terrifying, actually, <laughs> now that I think about that. Uh, God bless any of our listeners who are like, yep, he's absolutely right. The G-Dep of art and design. That's precisely what those seesaws are. <laughs> uh, finally, uh, the fossils reveal how dinosaurs peed, pooped, and had sex. That's right. Uh, we know a lot about dinosaurs, what they look like, what they ate, and what they killed, but had but no fossils have definitely preserved two dinosaurs in the act of mating. However, a fossil from China, and I cannot say that of uh piss, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna try this here. Sitacosaurus. I'm Sitacosaurus. Uh, I'm in That's the what I think it is. Yeah, it's so well preserved that the opening. Uh, the Labrador-sized dinosaur used to pee, poop, and reproduce is visible, allowing paleontologists to study it for the first time. While it uh, doesn't offer any concrete answers on how the dinosaurs may have procreated, it does give some hints. Uh, I, I just love that there's people devoted 
to figuring this out. You know what I mean? Like, because you got to figure, like, the, the dude, like, uh, Jacob Venter, right? He's a paleontologist. He's working right. on this thing. He's the guy in the article. You know mm-hmm. that that dude went home and, like, told his wife, yo, we figured it out, baby. You know what I mean? I know how dinosaurs be fucking. You know, like, that's the convo someone had over dinner today. And <laughs> he's been, like, building up to this for, like, 20 years. So, like, it's a big deal. But, like, to his wife, she was like, yeah, sure, honey. Pass the sugar type shit. Like, I love the fact that, like, <laughs> this got, like, dismissed in somebody's house. Like, yeah, whatever. I, I I don't, you know, it's a fossil, honey. You do that every day. Okay, let me let me read this part of it. Uh, so, basically, the Psittacosaurus has uh, the one hole in which to do all of the business. And those holes are normally called cloacas. Right. And so here's a quote uh, from this doctor. It is very unique. Most cloacas form a type of slit. Sometimes it's a vertical split. Uh, sometimes it's a smiley face. Sometimes it's a sour face. This thing has a V-shaped structure with a pair of nice flaring lips. And there's not a living group of animals that have morphology like that. Mm-hmm. It's somewhat similar to crocodiles, but still unique. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to give you some nightmare uh, material. Uh, <laughs> nightmare. Just imagine. Vent uh, sound turned on right now. I was like, okay. <laughs> you got me talk that shit, Venter. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Say that again. Say that again about the slip. Yeah, you know I what I mean? swear if any dude comes at me talking about cloakas, um, <laughs> I just I, 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 I feel like we may have uh, uh, some problems. There may be a few uh, disagreements, perhaps. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, he, he had me with that vertical split. Smiley <laughs> face to style. I'm like, all right, I, I seen these. I know. Good. Okay, you've been around. Yeah. We get it. You- <laughs> this ain't your first time. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Venta. Major props on your work. <laughs> oh, uh, this has been another war report. Uh, if you like what you heard, please like and subscribe to the show. Uh, if you're an Apple podcast listener, please uh, rate the podcast. Uh, four to five stars are always welcomed. Uh, all of you that have done so so far, super appreciate you. If you have an article that you'd like us to cover, feel free to DM us, Twitter, Instagram, at Silky Jumbo, at Gaston Almonte. We have other places to do that too, but admittedly, we probably won't check it on time. Um, <laughs> with that said, thank you so much for checking in. My name is Gaston Almonte, always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. Been another war report. Thank you for your time. Catch y'all next week. Peace. to the dark. smoke your nose. But the violent stars. Once the guns go cold. A prayer in the dark. Lord, let me grow old. the block is Once the guns go cold. Says to the dark, gun smoke fills your nose, but the violence starts once the guns go cold. A prayer in the dark, Lord, let me grow old, cause the block gets hot.
once the guns go cold, cold. Catch y'all next week. Peace. <laughs>